the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. The Capitol, uh, of course, was breached a little bit earlier. Now it is past the curfew time. It's it's, uh, 610 in Washington, D.C. We'll see what all that uh, happens to be. The president told all these folks, go on home. It's kind of like, okay, go on home. You've done what we need you to do to make the statement that needs to be made. And, man, did they make a statement today. Commander Nick Dar is in here with me. Going to get to Ed Martin in just a moment here. And, Commander... I look at this thing, and I see, personal opinion, of course, the leftist media calling these folks who stormed the Capitol insurgents and 'er ne'er-do-wells and all that stuff. But at the same time, when they took over Seattle on the leftist side, when they burned Wisconsin, when they burned Minnesota, they were freedom fighters. So I'm thinking to myself, you know, one of the reasons our nation is divided because you have a definition of two separate organizations that are trying to be made to look like a bad organization. You're a man who takes care of business. <laughs> How do you take care of this kind of business, Commander? Well, I, boy, I wish I had an answer to that. Good thing we have Ed Martin on. He, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's a lot smarter than either one of us, so yep. he might have a solution. But just a couple thoughts. I mean, you're right. The Really, the hypocrisy cuts both ways, I that's think. That's right, that's right. Um, we were talking about earlier, I'm seeing a reporter on CNN, and, you know, really nothing's going on behind him, and he's talking about just, you know, make no mistake, yeah, right. these are not protesters, these are rioters. Yeah. Um, and I don't disagree with, I, I mean, I think the people that stormed the Capitol were totally in the wrong today. Um, I also think anybody that used violence in a protest involving George Floyd or Michael Brown or any of yeah. those other situations were wrong. Um, but the uh, so... You know, you have CNN reporters saying these people are rioters, not protesters. Yeah. Meanwhile, rewind a couple months, and you've got cars on fire in the yeah, background. Right. And, um, but these are peaceful protesters. These are peaceful protesters. Right. And then, Terrible. you know, the same thing from the right in terms of you, you wouldn't have heard Trump say to the the protesters in the George Floyd case to go home, be safe. We love you. You're special. Yeah. He would have said. We're a country of law and order, and we're yeah. coming after you if you don't behave. Right on. Um, so he said he could have he could have taken care of it in a couple hours. The the burning of the cities and all that. I mean, how do you the left let them take over downtown Seattle and say that they were you know freedom fighters and they have reason to do that? The country's not right for them and all this crap. Well, and how is it possible that you know this was not uh, this is? Are you shocked by this today? Uh, I'm. I'm kind of not, to tell you the truth, but at the same time I am. But at the same time, 
I could believe this happening. Sure. So we, I could believe this happening on the other side too. Well, yeah, but we knew this march was coming. Yeah. And and the way we that that the. the that it was prepared for was to put up some little fencing. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, uh, we, I think there a little more preparation could have been done in yeah. terms of instead of like twenty uh, officers uh, to take uh, 50, right. sixty thousand people, whatever it was. I tell you what, let's get to Ed Martin here because Ed will give us a a, a sight to this whole deal because he's in Washington D.C. Does that mean I get to hear this land is your you land? You got oh, that so right. We never bring great. on Ed Martin without this land is your land. I'm talking about Trinity Lopez. Ed, are you ready, partner? Oh, come on, let's go, let's go. All right, here we go. This land is your land. This you got to sing, Commander. Like From California. Yeah. Come on. I, come I just on, like to listen. Oh, that's a great song. I like to listen to music. Uh-huh. Come on. This land was made for you and me. Trini Lopez, come on. As I was no one whistles anymore. Ed Martin whistles this song. <laughs> I wish. I saw below me that golden valley. This land was made for you and me. Everybody, this land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island. From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream Water. This land was made for you and me. That's a jumping song right there. That's why we bring on Ed Martin after this. Ed, you were there. What happened today? Oh, man, what a day. What a day, Smash. You would have uh, you would have smiled a broad Smash smile oh, when no. I walked through the gate yeah. on the ellipse at the White House yeah. at about 9.30 and I um, took my seat in the third row, and I sat there for about an hour and a half until the president came out and watched him give a speech. I had never been. I'd been to a lot of stuff with him, I guess, but never yeah. been to one of these sort of speeches and rallies in the front row. A great speech. The first half was about rah-rah Trump kind of, you know, shucking and jiving. Second half was actually his description mm-hmm. of a lot of the problems with the election, and it was Sir, it was cold, so it was getting a little bit. It went on a little long, but it was compelling to hear the guy say it almost. And, and I'm telling you, Smash, there, there was a quarter of a million people spread out really? from the ellipse, which is in front of the wow. White House, yeah. all the way around the, um, around the Washington really? Monument. And it was, it was, I have to say, it was like a Mardi Gras mentality. Yeah. But Smash, the thing that was a wild card, after it was over, we walked down Constitution Avenue. And I said to, I was there with John Schlafly, and I said, the thing about this crowd is I've been to Republican events, I've been to conventions, I've been to pro-life marches. It, it's got this cross-section, black guys, white guys, mm-hmm. Christian, mm-hmm. Bible thumpers, you know, uh, right. jockey, you know, guys that are jocks, and you could tell are kind of wearing a car hard and all. And, and just, and kind of, I thought, man, these are people that feel so strongly about what happened that they came here to ferment all over. So yeah. we walk all the way down to the Capitol, and I was going back to my office, which is up kind of behind the Capitol. Yeah. And so I kind of came in a little bit late. And on one side of the Capitol, uh, they're putting the scaffolding up. It's a, a temporary structure for the inauguration. And people climbed up on that. Like, you know, you get a crowd, and they're like, oh, that's something I could climb up on easily. Yeah. They climbed up on that. Yeah, and right. then around the other side, as you said, they had this silly 
little fencing that was supposed to hold a crowd of a quarter million, and people kind of pushed it over, just stepped over it. And then what I saw, all I saw, and I'm, I'm willing to sort of condemn violence, and certainly there's a, a woman that was seriously gravely injured. It's terrifying to me. She was shot, I guess, so we'll get to that. But what I saw was people chanting USA and mm. people that were singing and sing-songing. Mm. And now look, 99% of what I saw, I'm just estimating, was righteous Americans. But there's always 1%. And, you know, sure. somebody said, oh, these are plants and teeth. I don't know about that. All I know is there's always somebody who's going to act like an idiot, right? You get a crowd, it's going to be a moron. And in this case, I think there were some people that pushed in some windows. and, and But you know what? Here's what I'm going to say. A, our constitutional republic can withstand a protest where people push in some windows and even go sit in Nancy Pelosi's chair. Yeah. And B, let me tell you, we're supposed to be the greatest military and greatest law enforcement in the world. I don't think they had a game plan for how to manage this crowd. But having said all that, if you if you push your way in and endanger law enforcement, if you get yourself in a spot, you know, again, stupid people uh, celebrate a Super Bowl and burn cars in Detroit, and we always sort of right. chuckle. But right. you know, you, 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 but I, here's right. my thing: watching the fake news. I'm sorry, Smash. I'm tired and I'm ranting. But watching the fake news now say. Oh, this is the greatest threat to democracy. What a terrible thing. Here's the newsflash. One half of this country is sick of these bastards in the news and in Congress telling us that we're wrong, we're idiots, and we're evil because we have an opinion. And I'm just saying, it'll never tear our country apart because I believe too much in what holds us together. But man, alive, I've had fistfights with my brother that make it seem like the world's ending, and sometimes that's how it feels when people just give you a ration just for doing what well, I was there, it was a great day, and and uh, and stupid people ruining it yeah. because the press makes it bad. It's it's infuriating. So yeah. we'll see. You know, uh, there's still going on. By the way, what's obscured is they're in the House and, and Senate right now, yeah. fighting over the Electoral College. It's mm -hmm. actually being contested mm -hmm. right now, mm -hmm. and you can't get the media to cover that. But they'll cover uh, two hundred thousand people knocking over a uh, a, 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 a crowd fence you know yeah, i mean it's right just up. insane well i got uh my partner over here and i when i say partner i don't mean life partner he's a yeah, business yeah, sure. partner. No, I understand, and sure. uh, <laughs> commander nick dar over here and we were talking me and nick a little bit earlier uh you know what this says to me in a way and this is a tangent to all this uh, is that if those rioters would have had terrorists within them and infiltrated the capital that'd be some really bad situations going on our government did not have protection for its property over there when they knew quarter of a million people were coming, whether they're peaceful, whether the situation might be. Don't that say something to you? We ain't protecting ourselves. Yeah, and and but I like you know, at a certain point, yes. I mean, but again, I'm, I, people are people. Humans are humans, and I, I I'm actually around that capital a lot. I see there's a lot of security. I think it's just a little bit of a misread, you know, and all that. I, I and, and again. They have they have procedures to get everybody a safe spot, but I mean you bring up a good point. That the, the other, but the other way to look at it is, uh, you know, we gotta have. A, I, I, I'm more upset about the coverage. Mm -hmm. I'm getting texts from friends all over the country, and they're saying I can't believe the violent riot. And I'm like, I was there. I've been to Mardi Gras. It was more like Mardi Gras yeah. than it was like a tea party. Yeah. But the way it's being depicted, and then the media. My mother calls and said, Oh my gosh, this looks terrible. Uh, these are nasty people. And I'm saying. My gosh, you know, how do you live in a nation where the information is spread and it's just blatantly against half the country? Yeah. Again, if we don't get Trump a second term, 
I am not arguing to take the country apart. I'm saying, and I won't be happy. I think they stole it, but we have to move on in life. Right. But how do you move on when one side, Biden, calls me a Nazi for supporting Trump, and then the media calls us rioters? And as you point out, they can beat each other, burn cop cars, assault cops, hit cops with lasers in their eyes and cause brain damage. And it'll be like, these are peaceful protesters that are addressing the racial matters that concern them. Right. I'll tell you what matters to those 250,000. They feel like the leaders and the country aren't listening to what matters to them, which is the election didn't seem right. Why don't we get to have what we believe matter instead of all this jive? And at a certain point, that's the threat to democracy. It's not 20 guys knocking in a window at the Capitol. Come on, man. They, the word on the street is they already repaired the window and they cleaned up graffiti from the party before. This is not a revolution. It is instead a protest. But when you hear it called a revolution, called a riot, you shake your head and say, man, they're all against us. Yeah. It's a bad deal. Are you married, uh, Ed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just in my, I'm actually, I got out of town. I got to tell you, the curfew thing, here's an interesting thing. They put the curfew message out. Somehow they had everybody's uh, cell phone. Yeah. And we all got a message that said, Amber Alert, curfew. And I got a text from a friend. He said, dude, it's a hard curfew. Do not screw around. If you're in D.C. and try to go out after 6 p.m., you're going to find yourself jacked up. So I got out of there. I'm home. I'm sitting in my driveway. I'm about to go in and have dinner with. I got a wife and four kids and, uh, and a, a rambunctious dog. Smash. So I got it all. I mean, I have everything in life. Man. You're in the four kid club with me, Ed. Congratulations. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, the commander. Terrible, terrible idea. Terrible idea. Too many, <laughs> two or four too many kids. You know what I mean? I hear you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think the, the rest of the night and, and week brings in Washington, yeah, right. D.C.? Uh, well, I, look, I think what's going to, I mean, I'm a little pessimistic on, on, on my, my, own, my own sense, and, and uh, you know, Smash knows I've talked about it. I, I ran the election board in the city of St. Louis uh, for right. a couple of years. So I, I know elections a little bit more than the average person. I believe the election was really irregular, if not fraudulent, and I don't think we've gotten to see that. I think we've been blocked by the courts. We've been blocked by secretaries of state, and it upsets me that we're not going to be able to assess that. But because we're not able to assess that, and the media has part of that blame, I think we're probably going to end up going through this in the next couple of days. The, uh, the, the Congress will accept the Electoral College results and we'll be on our way to uh, inauguration of Biden. I, I don't like that. And I think um, a lot of Americans are going to feel like this process not only was improper and fraudulent, we didn't get a chance to even air the, the problems and, and get a sense of why it was, you know, why we were wrong or why it wasn't enough. So, but I think that's probably where we're headed. And I think it'll settle down in terms of any of this stuff, the, the protests and things. I think people, what's not clear to me is what the future is in America when you have a Democrat Joe Biden who's controlled by uh, the, the Kamala Harris and a Democrat Senate which is controlled by Kamala Harris. She'll be at the 50. She'll be the tie-breaking vote in the in the Senate, so the Democrats control it. And Nancy Pelosi. What are these people going to do? I mean, forget about spending. They'll spend money like sailors, but so did the Republicans. I think what more more troubling is what are they going to do on policies like illegal immigration? Are we looking at 20 million illegal aliens getting citizenship? Probably. That's the kind of thing that'll change America. So I, I think the next three weeks will be a settling out. But the dissatisfaction by the people who believed that President Trump was on their side and now feel like the system cut them short. That's a real political mm -hmm. reality we're going to have to see play out in terms of the next couple of years. You know, I haven't followed it, obviously, as, as closely as you have. And I don't—what uh, what specifics are there 
that that you question in terms of the 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 validity of the election. Yeah, well, it was great. The president's speech today would be good to listen for people to listen to. You can go state by state. The biggest thing I would I put them in two buckets for your for listeners. Two buckets. One is changing the rules in mid swing to to advantage one side in mid in mid game. And, and that it was done sort of with a path, a, a plan to collude. So the Democrats went into Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, and they, they a lot of times they sued. They had lawyers that sued, and they said, we need uh, mail-in ballots, and we need all the requirements loosened because of COVID and because of this and that. And they had willing partners on the opposite side of litigation saying, okay, we concede, and they consent decrees and all. So in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, as two examples, in Michigan to a smaller extent, you had a system where, uh, hundreds of thousands of new votes were coming in in mail-in, and they weren't verifying the signatures. They weren't verifying the identification. Now, that's a change that's not done by the legislature, who has to have control over elections under the Constitution. It's done by judges and by lawyers and courts. And that's clearly, if you know anything about elections, absentee ballots is a place where you really have the least control, which is mail-in ballots. So that's one example, right? You have systematic pockets of play in places like Arizona, of people that didn't live in Arizona and voted there, like 10,000 illegal aliens that voted there, like 10,000, 8,000, something like that, uh, dead people everywhere that vote. That happens in St. Louis. So you, you go across these seven states where the Democrats admit that they targeted, and everywhere else in the country, the election looked exactly like 2016, where Hillary and Biden ran the same and Joe and Trump won, except in the seven states where the Democrats targeted, and suddenly the 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 the, 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 the dynamic was changed. You know, two million mail-in votes in uh, in Philadelphia. They threw out, I think, one percent, no less than one percent of the votes were disqualified. In the last election, it was about four point five percent of the votes that were mail-in were disqualified. Something changed, and usually when you get bigger volume, you get more likely to have more mistakes. So. The system writ large, and now I haven't even gotten to some of the, the way the electronic uh, system was used in terms of what you were managing. I don't know if the, the machines were rigged, but I know if machines are hooked up to the Internet, anybody right. knows they can be hacked. Exactly they can right. be. Exactly and if you don't right. think the Chinese and, and, and others wouldn't want to hack America and make us nuts, you're not paying attention to how the world works. <laughs> That's Ed Martin. Ed knows, Ed knows this stuff. So, Ed... I appreciate it, man. Be careful out there. Take care of yourself. All right. Thank you. Yeah, we'll talk again soon. God bless everybody. Ed Martin right over there. And as always, with Ed Martin, we close off. This is going to be so good because we've got the whole other side of this coming up with Mark Kaysen, the professor, in about five minutes. Okay. This land was made for me. This land was made for you and me. wherever you go because i am at where you is the, the smash, smash daily, daily podcast, podcast at smashdaily.com hey uh just read real quick talking about godfrey want to turn you on to the fact that real estate is available to you whether you be a buyer or whether you be a seller available to you as far as the expertise of a professional is concerned at landmark realty all right 
That's GodfreyLandmark.com. You see everything right there. You wind up giving Matt Horn a call. You get yourself covered whether you're selling your house because you want to list with a leader or whether you are looking to buy a new house. Some of them tell you right now because just in the old days, we used to have a thing called the Yellow Pages and, and the slogan was let your fingers do the walking. So I guess uh, let your fingers do the walking on your keyboard and find yourself at GodfreyLandmark.com. When you're hearing that, it's time for the professor to come on here, Mark Kaysen. We heard from Ed Martin just a little bit ago, and that's one angle on this. But, Mark, when we said we're going to talk today, it was based on the Electoral College and what's going to come out of that. And all of a sudden, we got this. Could you have seen this in the days prior to this particular day? Well, not exactly, yeah. but I, I always have said in recent days that that Donald was expected to try to burn the country down as he walked out the door. Mm -hmm. And I think he certainly surprised us in maybe the way he did it, but, but he certainly uh, fulfilled every uh, imagination we ever had for what he was capable of doing. Yeah. You know, this has uh, been described uh, as a shame on America and, and these guys, you know, taking over the Capitol and getting on into the rooms and sitting at Nancy Pelosi's desk with their feet up on the desk. And this is the way it's funny because this is the way it's portrayed on what is called the left media. I'd be interested to see how this in the end is portrayed on the right media, because either way, this ain't right. What happened today with the lady who got shot in the neck? She has passed away. I don't know whether you heard that or not, but. I did. Yeah. So what you have here is a very unfortunate situation that this lady had died, yet at the same time, you know what uh, this whole thing uh, told me, Mark, is that this America is not ready to protect itself because the Capitol building got stormed, luckily, to use the term, by Americans. What if uh, there had been some infiltrators on the domestic terrorist side, on the international terrorist side within that group taking over the Capitol building? So first thing to me, Beyond the politics of it all, just jumping out of that, hey, somebody, protect your federal buildings down there. You don't do it with 20 or 30 cops. You got, uh, what, 50,000, 250,000, whoever the right number is is right with, going to storm that place, could storm that place. Wow. This was totally unprepared for by the U.S. government, personal opinion, of course. Yeah. No, we, we always have to be prepared for, for the kinds of things like mm-hmm. you're saying. That, that, that makes sense. But, you know, who could ever be prepared for a president of the United States who would incite a riot against our government? Well, you know, is it the president who asked these guys to riot or is it just his policies that they feel got slighted, got wronged because of what they view as a uh, vote count that's incorrect? He told them to come here and be wild. Those were his words. No way. I missed that. Really? Oh, listen, if you go to Google and pull it up, you'll hear him on tape. Wow. That is wild. That is wild. He said, come here and it's, and and we're going to be wild. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, 
I tell you what, he's writing his last days in an amazing way. He's going to go down in history in a big, big way. Maybe all, you know, totally on the the negative, depending on who's writing the history. But this guy's going to go down in a big, big way. And I guess that's one of the things when you have a just to use a term promotional mind because he's a promoter is what he is, and he promotes himself into the history books big time here. In fact, that could be looked upon as almost civil war like. And yet at the same time, not uh, as big as as what the Civil War itself was. But a lot of people think, you know, this is the lead up to something like that. Because you talk about a divided America. Yeah, it's divided because the left is portraying this thing one way and then the right is portraying it the other way. So you got a bump and that bump causes the friction that was evident today. And these folks storming the White House as the Electoral College was doing its thing, man. It's just. I don't know. I don't know. Tragic, unfortunate, a shame. I don't know what it, what it was, but it was uh, definitely not the America that uh, has been portrayed. At least I know, you know, from your age and my age, we were taught patriotism in school when we were youngsters. They don't teach patriotism no more. Patriotism now is, quote unquote, standing up for your beliefs and knocking down that that may not be in alignment with your beliefs. That's patriotism now because this is the freedom of America. But let's not forget the reason you have that freedom of America is because we should, and at least at one point it seemed, that we stood together. And I don't know who it is that's putting that friction up there, but it's definitely riveting itself into a chasm that may not be uh, repairable, at least not in our lifetime. What do you think, man? I'm I'm kind of ranting myself here. I apologize because no, no, this is no, your deal. I, listen, I, I understand the frustration that I'm hearing out of your voice, and I think a lot of people around the country are feeling the same thing. You know, I, I went to Washington, D.C. in 1969. Yeah. I was 18 years old, and there was a, a an event that we called at that time you probably remember it well the the Vietnam moratorium right oh yeah and and when we went there we went to the capitol mm-hmm. and and our congressman got us tickets to go sit in the balcony of the United States Senate really and listen to the debate yeah. over the Vietnam war yeah and on top of that there were a million of us there mm. And no one hurt anybody. Yep. No, there were young people. There were old people. No one bothered anyone. It was a very thoughtful, evaluative event, and and it was nothing like the insanity that we were put through today. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Now, is that insanity today, or is that people speaking out because they feel that they got jacked around by quote unquote the system? And if indeed they feel jacked around like that, it's not maybe insanity. Maybe it's an intellect of a different type. Yeah, but it's only because they were lied to by Donald Trump. (laughs) Donald Trump told them that this election was stolen from him. And, you know, let's assume for one minute, which I know is not true, but let's assume that he actually believed that lunacy. Mm -hmm. So, So after last night's election... When when both candidates for the Democratic Party won in Georgia, one by 75,000 votes, the other by 30,000 votes, you would think that Donald Trump would say, gee, maybe I lost. Right. I know. But you see, yeah. he but he's not about that. He's not. He, he is about uh, 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 an attack on our 
country. Mm-hmm. And I think the good news is, I think he burned it out today. I don't think you'll see anything like this ever, ever again. Well, not. I mean, you might see, you know, you're going to see protests and all that, but you'll never see anything like this again. Mm-hmm. Storming the White House, storming the Capitol, yeah. acting crazy there in a violent way. There were bombs there. The you know, not you're not going to see that again. This was the end of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was a an end that is, just to use a term, as about show business as you can get as far as a promoter is concerned. He's a P.T. Barnum type of dude. That's what he uh, got in with by jacking around and, and, and just being down, coming down hard on, for example, Hillary. You know, crooked Hillary and all that kind of stuff. People never heard and or seen nothing like that before. Got him in. And if he has to leave, people ain't never seen or heard nothing like what we saw and heard today, man. That's his exit. That was his entrance, and that's his exit. And I think you might be right. This might be it. Because what is it? Uh, what is it today? The 6th? So what do you got? 14 days until two weeks until the inauguration. Yeah. Then the question yeah, is, what? is something like yeah, this ahead. is something like this going to grow to this kind of fervor when it's inauguration time? Yeah, I think not. And, and the reason I think not is because even the Republicans who, in, in horrible ways, went mm-hmm. along with this stupidity, mm-hmm. I, I, I think that many of them are now so embarrassed yeah. that they're trying to walk away from this as fast and as, as sincerely, yeah. if there is any sincerity in them, mm-hmm. As they can, I think they. I think the Rich, the Mitch McConnells yeah. want out, yeah. and and he he made it clear today. I mean, it was it was awfully late for him to stand up for for democracy and the Constitution, but but he stood up for it and he said, "Look, there, there's no fraud. There's there's nothing here, and 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 this should should be stopped." Yeah. Let me ask how you read into this because. You see these folks on, and, and I'm just going to use the terms that there's used, you know, the, the, the leftist media, shall we call it, the NBCs, the uh, CNNs, all that kind of stuff. So they're portraying these folks who stormed the Capitol as insurgents, as in rioters, and, and yet at the same time, these guys who burned down Wisconsin, burned down uh, Minnesota, took over Seattle. These guys are freedom fighters. But what's the difference between both of them? Because both of them are the kind of radicals, the radicals that built this country in the first place. Question now, though, is which way you're going to build? Yeah, I have to disagree with with the way with with the the, the way that the, those so called leftists yeah. are described as freedom fighters. Because let me say this: I, I, I'm a leftist. I've always been. Yes. Way on the left. I mean, I, I'm not playing about it. I really you're great am. about it. You're That's great about it. That's what I believe it. in. I know it. But, but, but here's the thing. I know all the people that, that certainly are, are very radical left here in St. Louis, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't hurt anybody yeah. ever. I know. I know. And, 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 and honestly, there, there are a lot of young kids, and I shouldn't say a lot, a few, mm-hmm. who have gone out in, in some of these events that you described 
and they act crazy because they they think they have this opportunity to do it. But they aren't the people that are thinking about civil rights or equality or fairness or any of that. The people who are thinking about those things, they're not going to hurt anybody. They're not going to shoot anybody. They're not going to burn anything. So, you know, the people that you saw today, those were Donald Trump's people. He he brought them to his hotel. He had the Proud Boys staying at that hotel. And then he brought them out to the Capitol today. And what did he think they were going to do? That's what these guys do. The same thing, the same thing can be said about those folks who burned uh, Minnesota when uh, George Floyd got killed. I understand, you know, you're going to, you're going to react to that. But at the same time, a small, a small, small group of kids who got themselves mixed in with the political people, because I've read the articles and I wish I'd have been up there. I would have gone there, not to demonstrate, but to, to report on it. I would have gone there if if not for the virus. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't going to put myself out in the yeah, middle sure. of those crowds right with on. all that virus flying. Yep. But 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 I'm just saying that that from everything I read, there were were older people. There were. Uh, both men and women out in those streets who weren't doing any harm to anybody, singing songs and, and, and hanging out and, and just trying to make a point politically, but not trying to really burn down the town. In fact, they were embarrassed by those, those young people who got themselves out in the middle of that thing and caused all that, that turmoil. Mm-hmm. You're painting a beautiful uh, story there because that's the kind of story that we were painting when we were hippies and doing these kind of protests and never, of course, burning nothing down. But how, and this is going to be the last thing, Mark, how can you say that these folks who took over downtown Seattle for, I'm at what, two or three weeks, whatever it was, took over downtown Seattle, how they're any different than these folks who took over the Capitol? Okay. Well, first of all, you know, they, they, the people who were out in Seattle were very much like the Occupy Wall Street people, and the Occupy Wall Street people didn't hurt a fly. They didn't do a thing. There was no violence. There was no trouble. There was nothing. You hurt people's you lives got, by taking over the, the downtown neighborhood. Nobody could come into the neighborhood. The cops. Yeah, that's the true. The cops got put no, back but, off but, of that. But, but they weren't. But they weren't causing any problems. They were in there having discussions and meetings. The and problem was they they unlawfully that's a lot different than, than trying to blow up the White House. They unlawfully took over Seattle, man. That's causing a problem. Seattle didn't care if you remember. <laughs> I do the remember. Mayor that's Seattle the crazy said, part about it. This is okay. I know that was wild, man. That was wild. There, the, well, really, it, because it was different. Yeah. Than this business today, yeah. but I'll tell you this, I Smash. I, I don't think you're going to see any more of this. I think mm-hmm. it it flashed itself out, mm-hmm. and I think everybody wants to walk as far away from this mess yeah. as they can get. Righto. That is Mark Kaysen, the professor. He leans to the left, but that don't make him bad people. I love this guy.
Buddy, I appreciate you being on these airwaves and giving us the clarity from your angle on this whole thing. Bravo to you on that, man. And, and I promise you that the people at the St. Louis Suit Company love you dearly oh, okay. for, for allowing their name to be placed out here as well. And by the way, they're actually kind of conservative over at the St. Louis Suit yeah. Company. That's the truth. Yeah. Well, they, you know, they really are. They're not like me. Right. But, but see, they're... But they're they're, demo, they're they believe in democracy, you know. Yeah. Well, see, I, I, I wear suits, but they're velvet, velvet, uh, you know, sweatsuits like uh, the Sopranos would wear. That's the kind of suit. I, I hate to tell you, I used to have a velvet, <laughs> a green velvet like suit right back about fifty years ago. Yeah. But uh, they don't sell those anymore. Right That's on. all right. Right on. I appreciate it, man. I'll talk to you uh, down the line here. We'll see how this all develops. Absolutely. Thank you, Smash. Thank you. Catch Mark you later. Kaysen right there. Smash Daily right here. And here. You know, one of the things that happens in this kind of uh, downtime, I'm talking about the cold, the winters, people do projects. You know, rebuilding maybe the bathroom in the house, putting up a uh, new tile, putting up new windows, new. I tell you what, I'm just thinking you need to get to Fisher Lumber since 1941. They've been right over there on Shamrock in East Alton. Fisher Lumber, they got everything. F-I-S-C-H-E-R. FisherLumber.com. Everything over there you need for your building project. As soon as you walk in the place, you look to the left, windows, cabinets, all that kind of stuff, you know, and you become the builder that you need to be to enhance your lifestyle because these guys got everything. And I mean the elements that are going to make your project, the tools that are going to allow you to put those elements in place as Fisher Lumber. And the best thing about it all is they got expertise, the Fisher family, the folks who work there at Fisher Lumber. They can help you with your project, give you an insight into the building that maybe you don't have. And if you do, then it's an enhancement because you got somebody that's in agreement and yet showing you how to better yourself, better your project, and better the situation that that project is supposed to be bettered for. So keep it in mind. If it is project building time, you need the tools, you need the materials, you need the elements, you need Fisher Lumber, F-I-S-C-H-E-R, FisherLumber.com. Smash, smash, digging a smash. He's my rock, my sword, my shield. He's my wheel in the middle of the wheel. He's the lily of the valley. He's the bright and morning star. Makes no difference what you say. I'm going on my knees and pray. I'm going to wait right here for Jesus till he comes. Cause Jesus is mine. I am forgiven. I'm holding his hand I'm going to heaven Cause I found a wonderful Savior Who blesses me forever I'm his and thank God 
He is mine. He's my rock, my sword, my shield. He's my wheel in the middle of the wheel. He's the lily of the valley. He's the bright and morning star. Makes no difference what you say. I'm going on my knees and pray. I'm going to wait right here for Jesus till he comes. Till he comes, till he comes. Well, I wanted to play a little Randy Travis for you until the machine decided to take over. I guess the machine's mad at me for the atypical political view that I put forth here today. But this is the kind of music you're going to get when you check out the People's Praise Party Sundays at 5 o'clock right here on WBGZ. Randy Travis, man, I used to love Randy Travis. He died. Very unfortunate. Man, I tell you what, that guy came out of, like, a drinking problem, a really big drinking problem. Said, Lord, help me. Lord helped. No problem whatsoever. So I just turn you on to the fact that uh, I do a Jesus show, Jesus music show, put a little testimony in there, you know. Our Lord uh, indeed did better me. And that's Sunday's. 5 o'clock right here on WBGZ and on our sister station, my mix, 94.3. Capital chaos, they call it. Protests erupt as Congress considers electoral vote. Not electrical. Electoral vote. So, unfortunately, what happened with the machine right there, but the machine knows that I'm ready to fight. I'm not afraid. So the machine calmed itself down. And in that calming, I'm able to speak with you. Hi, how do you do? In case you're just joining in. It's been a magnificent show today. It really, really has. I love Ed Martin. Oh, wow, I'm looking on TV. Man, these people are fighting. This is from earlier today, but man, they're fighting fisticuffs with the cops. Are you nuts? Cops will beat your head in. Guns are drawn. Golly, this is something. Tear gas all in the sky and all that. See what comes, because curfew's on in D.C. See what comes tomorrow morning when this all, quote-unquote, clears up. Smash with you right here. Appreciate you listening. Big blessings on you. Boom. Smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash. I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash. Well, that is it. You've been digging the smash. Smash daily style for as long as you was able to tune in today. Performance time, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 o'clock, right here. On WBGZ, 107.1 FM, the Big Z. So until the next time, I am G-O-H-N, gone. So gone, I was not even here. So have yourself a good one, no matter what that one happens to be. Smash, 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 smash,